0: informative.
1: Hello and welcome back to Witches, Bitches and Dead People. I'm Jamie Hearn and today I have the distinct pleasure of chatting with Kristen Bjerg-Bacca. I real I took a stab at it. It's a beautiful Danish last name and she'll tell us how to pronounce it properly. She's the Usher channel and spiritual medium, author, past life therapist, and Reiki master teacher. She is a graduate of Ascended Master Othella, and after having undergone expert training, she's in tune and in sync with the Super Masters. Kristen has received divine training in the usher channeling and has ascended with Melchizedek, developing an intimate connection with the master. Her role is divinely called and blessed, and Kristen is supervised and guided by the masters, as she ascends into the light and offers her services to you. Kristen assists her international clientele in igniting the star of their heart and integrating the wisdom of the soul into their everyday life here on planet Earth. I am absolutely fascinated with Kristen's process, the master she uses, and who she is in general. So I'm thrilled. To bring Kristen to all of you guys. Welcome.
2: Thank you, Jamie. And, and so nice of you to have me here. I've been looking forward as well. Yeah. So let's start with a little bit of background.
1: You are on this amazing spiritual journey. Where did it start for you?
2: Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it the, the journey just keeps going, right? Um well, it started with that mandatory life crisis that we need to have minimum one off in order to actually make a living in the spiritual world, right And with all this stuff. and uh, I, I think I had a couple of them, and I have decided that I had enough. So now we should like just be <laughs> moving forward. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I was all some, a couple of years ago, I say, I've been a Reiki master teacher for seven years. Before that, a training started. I was working with. Uh, the Andean tradition, the Incas, the Kero Indians, which is a lot about Mother Earth, and nature, balancing everything between masculine and feminine. And it was like my basis, yes. my grounding forces uh, that keeps me. Uh, yeah, well, grounded keeps me human, I guess. And then <laughs> along the way, uh, life happens. And uh, I suddenly found myself in a surprise divorce uh, five five years ago. And. At that time, I did have clients already. I did not do any channeling. I was a, a Reiki master teacher. I was a past life therapist. I had my clients. I was doing okay. And then suddenly I find myself out in the middle of, you know, like, what is going on here? Um, I was asked to move out of the home I had. Uh, and and it's like, can I make a living? Can I support myself and my daughters? I have twin daughters uh by doing what i'm doing so it was kind of like all or nothing you know yeah i just had to jump for it and i remember being devastated i was like crying for weeks you know like what am i sure. gonna do you know that panic life hits you right and you're just like gosh okay and and i had this little talk one night lying awake you know go like okay <laughs> guys this is it now i've been telling my clients this for years but now i need you to step up and show me I really need to sense mm-hmm. you now. I need to feel you and I need to be guided. And it, it was like a desperate cry for help. And uh, and it happened. They stepped up. It was like, wow. <laughs> I don't know why it happened then and not previously. Maybe I was at that lowest, lowest bottom that I just, you know, there was nothing else. There was nothing left. I was really like, I need help now. Show me the way. And they did. But it was and that surrender. Yeah, I what think else? exactly, exactly. Yeah, the surrendering and then just go complete trust. Like I faith and trust, I just have to. And, then, and that meant that I followed the signs. I Instead of, you know, that, yeah, maybe they're trying to tell me something, but I'm not listening. I was like, I will do whatever they tell me to do. And that is the big, that was actually the big turning point for me. I started doing what spirit told me to do. And it's... <laughs> And it's always a little tricky saying this because I don't want everybody, all the listeners to oh, but spirit told me to go and do this silly thing. <laughs> no, <laughs> please. <Right? laughs> you have to. <laughs> but but when they go, like, trust us, know, move forward. You have special gifts. Look, and and sometimes it would be a very simple thing like waking up knowing that I had to go to a network meeting that I never attended before. At that network meeting, as a woman telling about her spiritual coach, I'm like. I have to know that coach. I call the coach. Mm-hmm. I get a setup. I I spend a lot of money that I didn't have, going. I have to do this, and that coach gave me the tools that I needed to move forward, and that actually opened up my entire channel and moving me to the level of my work where I am today, awesome. which is and it was awesome and it was unbelievable and I'm still like wow, and of <laughs> course it was an amazing coach, but it was me trusting the process and actually doing what spirit tried to show me to do. And that's what I try to teach my clients always, you know, ask for help. Number one, listen is number two and number three is, and then do what they tell you, you know, <laughs> and then things will happen.
1: Well, and I feel like asking for help has to come from a real point of needing their guidance And being ready to receive it.
2: Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of synchronicity in there as well, right? Because I believe we also need to be at a point in our spiritual development or our personal journey where we are ready to receive. And we're ready to understand. And we're not just going into being victims or, you know, it's everybody else's fault and I feel sorry for myself. And we've all been there, right? Sure.
1: (laughs) yeah. I was just telling somebody the other day, like, we all have those moments. It's our choice not to stay in that moment.
2: Exactly. Choice is a very good, very good word. Yes. And and very soon in that process, when I was working with my coach, um, Melchizedek appeared. I know that was a, a special one for you. And I have to be honest, I had no idea who that guy was. <laughs> I was just like, and so so uh, i was like oh so who's this oh this is melchizedek yeah okay <laughs>
0: yeah. and
2: uh, and and um so in my personal daily meditations uh i would con- this this presence would connect with me and, and and talk to me and i would do a lot of journaling and the the presence would take over my hand and i would like be writing these texts and i was like I have no idea what's going on here. I would read them afterwards and I could hardly read them because the, the, the letters would be really weird. And uh, and then eventually I found out that, uh, okay, Melchizedek, that's actually something special. Um, and I, before I really knew who he was, every time I connected with this presence, I felt the, the urge to call him father.
0: Ah. And I, in, in
2: my mind, I was like, This is weird, but that came when I was addressing him or calling for him. I I always felt like I should add father or divine father. And then a a while after I find this channel text in a book uh, from a channel text from Melchizedek where he describes himself as the divine father mother of his Mm -hmm. children and of his flock. And I was like, wow, that is cool because I love getting those confirmations, you know, You know, even though we are all that we are, and we know all this stuff. It just feels so good when you get your confirmation that you're on the right way. Right? Right yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. So that is, that is pretty special. And I, yeah. Well, it's kind of like, I guess to me, he is, yeah, he is my divine father. He's who I see as my divine father and he supports me. He guides me. I know I can always call for him for healing or for guidance and he assists me with my clients uh on, on different levels uh, different occasions if he's present or not and it's just just like oh I'll just call for Mel you know <laughs> and <laughs> and the the interesting thing as well is that some of the clients that get attracted to me now th- without me saying anything they instantly also get a connection with Melchizedek so it is as if me stepping forward as the channeler um, has opened a special connection there for people to, oh, we need that one. We need that frequency to be moved forward on our path now.
1: Yeah, you're calling in other members of the flock.
2: Yes, yes, I guess so, yeah. So
1: was the process that you connected with him the beginning of your channeling experience
2: yes it was um i don't know if he was the one who, who the first one but well he was the first one that i became aware of as a specific mm-hmm. presence making himself known to me the, the very first time i figured out because the fun thing is that i always said like oh but i'm not clairvoyant i don't ha- i'm just i'm just a very i'm just a very talented reiki master i don't know anything else like for years i've been going like this And then I have a phone conversation with a friend who's going through a a life crisis. Her mother is terminal ill. And she asked me some questions. And we're just having a talk with a friend on the phone. And suddenly Mm -hmm. it feels as if a part of my brain is pushed to one side and something else is talking. And I remember like sitting here looking at this and I go like, this is weird. (laughs) And, And then I'm done with the talking and my friend is very quiet and she goes, what just happened? And I'm like, I don't know, and then I, <laughs> then I called my coach, right? I said this weird thing just happened, <laughs> and she kind of locked on, and 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 she was like, yeah, okay, so you have opened now. She so apparently she's just been waiting for me to enter that uh, that phase, um, and then <laughs> like, Melchizedek I've presented. Been waiting. Yeah, and 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 Melchizedek then presented himself, and he was my, the I channeled a book as we as uh, we talked about earlier, uh, channeled messages of love and light. And uh, Melchizedek is. Uh, one of the main uh, sources for specific uh, texts in that book.
1: Awesome. So
2: that so that took it, it kind of like went directly from getting my channel opened and present. to oh, and by the way, you have to sit down and write a book. It's like, okay, okay, of course, yeah, I'll do that. And that's again about the, uh, the trust, right? They tell you to do something and you do it. And then wonders happen and miracles happens and
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the I, I feel like that's what people seek is is the wonder and miracle. But there seems to be a disconnect between saying that you're seeking it and actually taking the steps to get yourself to the point where you can receive it.
2: Yes. Yeah, you're so right, Jamie. And as I see it, as I see it with my clients, um, it's about fear. This uh, the human fear factor, and um, well what I have been instructed, if we can put it like that, instructed by source, by spirit, is to help people um, realign with their inner wisdom, with, their, with the star. We all carry a star in our heart center in our heart chakra. Some of us are more aware of it than others. Some of us might feel it. And we can activate that star. Um, but in order to get to that point where you can activate the star, you need to move out of fear and into faith. And it's not just one step, of course. It's going back and forth a lot, right? <laughs> right. And and I've been told that, or as I as I understand it, what I'm being told, <laughs> Um, is that we're all here for different reasons, but we have one main goal, everyone who's incarnated here has this main goal, no matter who you are, or where you are, and that is to get centered in your heart space, open up and start receiving. So that everything we are, we meet on our way through our life, all Everything that happens to us, all the emotions we have to tackle or learn to tackle, they are all challenges to teach us how to stay more objective to the fear and the anger and the mistrust and the lack of control or the too much control so that we can move away from the negativity, the heavy feelings, the heavy emotions and move into a place of of light, of love. And when we are there more of the time than we are with the fear and the anger and the control, then we're able to move out of the head into the heart, ignite the star and be connected. And it sounds very simple, right? (laughs) Easy. Sure. (laughs) Let's do that. Yeah. Mm
0: Yeah.
1: But even as you were saying that, like I felt a shift in the energy in my own energy field. Yes. Yes. and more awareness of
2: that heart center yes yeah and it's also i think for for years this our heart center our heart chakra or even the the physical heart has been like yeah it's just a muscle you know it doesn't mm-hmm. happen and it's like it, no it's not actually what i've been told and how i i i perceive it is that the heart our heart chakra our heart center the entire chest area is the home of our soul in our physical shield. That's the, that's the word they use with me. Your our physical shield. So the soul essence incarnates in our physical shield and we have access to that pure soul essence when we're centered in our heart. But as humans, we are brought up to, you know, planning, and, and being in control and getting a, a paycheck and, uh, you know, getting a family and doing what you're supposed to do and and blah, 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 blah. And, and all the fear and the anger and all that. Right. Yeah. So, and that, that's why programs. <laughs> yes, exactly. And that's why it's so difficult for us. Um, yeah. And, and people, some of my clients who work with me for a long time, they're like, they know this by heart. Yeah. Out of the head into the heart. That's what I keep saying, you know, and we, and actually, even though just, just for listeners just listening to our talk here today, you can practice that on your own. It's like practicing. If for, you, know, you wouldn't run a marathon without practicing, without training heavily first. So right. doing that shift from being the, the controlling ego mind thing and getting into being controlled by your heart and your soul, you can train for that as if you were going to run a marathon. And the more you consciously do the shift like and sometimes I actually like I close my eyes and I and I envision that I go like this and I put it down into my heart center because some days are just more difficult than other days right yeah (laughs) but but doing that one and just sitting there imagining that you're sitting in your heart space and you're breathing from your heart space and you allow your heart chakra to open up like a flower opening blossoming and you (sighs) and you open up that flower and you envision that you're inside your energetic field, like a bubble. And you're like, this is me. This is my space. And if you start doing that every day, maybe you do it in the morning before you go out in the hectic life. Maybe you do it at lunch. Maybe you do it every time somebody said something that made you go like, ah, and then we start practicing that the, that your, your, um, I don't know that name in English, sorry, I don't know the word. So just that the average of your time, you are more centered in your heart than your brain.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's step one. And in one way, it's very easy. and another way, it can be so difficult to remember to do it, right? Because we right. have to do it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Right, because we're so caught up in this human experience that is so detached from the heart space.
2: Yeah, true. And and one other thing that this connection with Melchizedek has opened me up for is the acknowledging that portals have opened, dimensions have shifted these past years, two, three years, specifically the past year. And now we have access to so much more. Uh, I can see, I don't know if you have experienced this with, with your line of work, Jamie, but I can see in my clients coming the past two or three months, even in in like a plane channeling session they it's kind of like that spirit source they open up gates and the client can like whoa go through and suddenly they see themselves as these star beings just floating in 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 light and in stars and and it's like wow and we couldn't do this a few years ago this is something new that is giving to us now and we just have to take advantage of it and enjoy it and move forward.
1: I was just having a conversation with someone about how quickly things are opening and awarenesses yes. are coming in. And yes. with the next generation of gifted yes. souls, it's happening even more quickly.
2: So true. Yeah. It, it's fascinating to watch yeah and also for me because when I started my work people a lot of women would find me 45 to 55 years old and they would be in that crisis you know the husband left he bought a sports car and a young <laughs> wife and and the, and the wife, old wife became spiritual and they came to me and it was like and then they made this you know we've been there we've all been there right now. I'm so I'm I'm right now <laughs> yeah. yeah yes <laughs> so that was kind of like where I started out guiding these kind of clients and suddenly there's the i they get younger and younger. Uh, and it's not that they get younger divorced. It's just that they get younger. The awareness awakens at a younger age. And suddenly I have 25-year-olds or 28-year-olds asking me the same questions that 45-year-olds asked me 10 years ago. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. Uh, and and then I have to figure out how to deal with that because it's a different kind of guidance. Right? Because yeah. it's not, they don't have the life experience as a human but they have the urge and the in the seeking feeling that there is more and they need to move forward and it's super interesting and just talking about this I get goosebumps all over so yeah
1: yeah it is yeah. and i'm living that because i have an 18 year old son who is asking me questions that i didn't have any awareness of until like 3 years ago and at 18 he's diving into these really deep concepts and I'm like, we're going to have to find somebody who, who can guide you. Because I don't know if your mom is the one to take you much yeah, farther. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, blessed. <laughs> My daughters are 18. I have identical twins, right? And so I know where you are. I think I know where you are. <laughs> yeah. And it is amazing that we have these young ones that are so aware and so seeking. And and uh, we just we just have to figure out how to how to point them in the right direction. Right. So they don't have to go through the same. What stuff we had, or hopefully. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, also what I, what I uh, feel like I should say, they are nurturing me a little bit, you know, standing behind <laughs> me going, you have to tell her this as well, her, you listeners as well. Um, but, and perhaps some of the listeners already know this, uh, so a lot of us are here on these special missions and a lot of people in this in middle, middle life has this, oh, there has to this urge, there has to be more to life or am I fulfilling my purpose or why am I here? And it, what is very important for, for spirit, at least for my sources at the moment to, to, to put forward is that simply being could be your purpose that we don't have to be seeking that it's not everybody has to be light towers or reiki master teachers or changing the world a lot of the light workers of the volunteers of those beautiful souls right now are down here to simply be and mm-hmm. by being out among other people by being in their family they will radiate light at a certain frequency that will help those people close to them, so yes, some people do have like uh oh, you were actually sent down to do this specific thing, uh, do podcasts to enlighten people, for instance, like right, but a lot of us are down here to just be the best version of us to to be aligned in our heart and radiate that love, and that's so important
1: and affirming because. People are seeking their purpose and mission and path, yes. yes, and when they can't identify it clearly, it's it's frustrating and causes all sorts of issues. So yes. affirming that being is enough,
0: yeah, that's uh, like yeah.
2: huge, yeah. And <laughs> you're just saying it now it's just like, ah, oh, I have this really nice, warm feeling inside of you repeating <laughs> this. Because we know that that the, uh, the search, right? What am I supposed to do? I'm not supposed to just be a secretary or just be a mom or just be whatever. Like, yeah, well, maybe you are. Maybe you are that special soul who said, yes, I will go down and be the best version here in my light, in my, oh, I just radiate that. And that is so beautiful.
1: Right, and the ripple of just being the best version of you. You can't even understand where, that could have an impact on other mm-hmm. people. True. So, true. Honor it if that's your if that's what you're here to do. Let's do it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
2: Yeah. It doesn't have to be so complicated. Right. <laughs> Actually, that was the first thing, the first message I ever received, and at that point, I was compl- I had no idea what was going on. I was at a, <laughs> a spiritual workshop. I had a helped arrange a, a, a congress conference for 120 people spiritual conference, and I was just like, Oh, well, I'm just a project manager. Oh, I'm just, I, don't, I don't know anything. I don't do anything. There was a big bonfire. There was a ceremony. I'm sitting there looking at all these spiritual people, and I have this voice in my ear going, it doesn't have to be so complicated, just be. And I was like, okay, and I wrote it down and I use that on my website now. And then fast forward like 15 years ahead last year, I suddenly find those words in a book. Uh, by Dolores Cannon uh, talking about, and I was like, Oh, this is my words. (laughs) And I was like, again, another confirmation. Right. And it it, that's, that's like the bearing part of my work, assuring clients. It doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be so complicated. Just be, be you.
1: I love that you mentioned Dolores Cannon. I have read many of her books and it's fascinating how some of the the components speak to you yes no matter what the context of it is like there have been moments I listened to it in the car and I've had to pull over because I'm crying oh. and I'm like she's speaking directly to my soul and it's about someone else's QHHT sessions yeah. so I'm like
2: yeah. I needed that in this yes. moment
0: yeah because Perfect. you
2: recognize it you recognize it in your soul right it's like oh this was also a message for me this was also something a truth for me to hear and I love that when we because we are we're on this common path right we we are interwined we're weaving these threads we're all connected and and we need these fruits and these messages to come forth for for all of us to hear right yes yeah and as we say that um there is a, a it's like there is something that they would like to to channel through. We talked about it might be a possibility earlier on Jamie. and we I think it's that. Uh, I think it's just it, I have a sense because they keep repeating it in my ear. I don't think it's a very long one, but it's like it feels as if um spirit would like me to to bring this forth for for our listeners. so um i'll just um uh, I'll just connect and say okay, thank you.
0: Children, it is important for us to assure you that you are loved. You are connected. You are protected. You are not alone in the waste universe. You are beautiful souls, seeds of stars and light, incarnated on a journey to heighten the collective consciousness. We see you. We watch you. We protect you. And we help you. Allow yourself to open your heart space to the divine light that you carry within you. And know this, that the divine father above and the divine mother below Loves you. You are never alone. You are here on your special mission of being alive. And you're doing a wonderful job. Trust the love. Have faith in the light. Let go of fear. Be aware of the anger. Let go. Everything that is going on right now on your planet is meant to be even though you might not understand why. This is your challenge to be the best version of you. Stay aligned. Stay centered. Stay loved. Mm, Thank you. Mm.
1: Thank you for that.
0: Yeah, you're welcome. Mm. Mm.
1: I don't know how you feel after that, but receiving that, I feel so at peace and nurtured. Like, I just mm-hmm. want to go sit with a tree.
0: Ah, yes.
2: <laughs> I think you should do. Yeah. <laughs> it, it It was a very loving um loving presence a very loving presence and and after channeling um i'm usually very mellow i would say it's like "Mm." he's like
0: yeah it's okay
2: but but high spirited somehow you know receiving channeled messages gives you healing on some level being in the in that field uh and i guess it's the same with me do being the channel kind of like Oh, I, I should never do this very late at night because then I can't sleep. And I'm like, okay, let's have fun. Okay. So, so this, so this was fine. <laughs> yeah, but but I often hear that people receiving the channeling uh, really experience some sort of presence or some sort of change in their in their system, uh, which is just so. I'm that makes me happy. Um, to know that it's not just me who experiences this, but also the receiver. So that's nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah it's, a, yeah. it's a beautiful
1: experience all around. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to invite you back because we have so much more to talk about. I would love and that. We, I yes. Perfect. Um, I definitely want to thank you for sharing your knowledge wisdom and providing us with the experience of receiving a channeled message that was beautiful you're welcome jamie it was my pleasure yes i will make sure to include links to all of Kristen's websites offerings whatever i have to give you so you can get in touch with her and experience some of her magic yourself
2: yeah. I have Thank a small for comment listening. for that. Small comment, small comment. Really fast. <laughs> uh So th- I know that there will be a link for a guided meditation that people are free to listen to whenever they feel like it's a, it's a close link. So you have to use the link. I just want to say that that meditation was the one that made me begin my journey towards channeling. So it is a really, it, it's not just a meditation. It might be like, yeah, right. That's nice. But it is it can really do some magic if you if you feel it, so please enjoy that. That's really powerful. Thank you for
1: sharing that with us. You're welcome. Fantastic. So go listen to it again and again. <laughs> exactly. Every day. Thanks for. Us. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. I'll see you next week. Peace and badass magic.
0: Thank you for listening to Witches, Bitches, and Dead People with Jamie Hearn. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.